welcome to the Spark Plug Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Spark Plug Podcast. My name is Ethan Roberts, and today we are going to be talking sports, volleyball in particular. Today we are going to be asking questions about the people, the work, and the tradition that goes into making our Grace College volleyball team an amazing thing to watch and be a part of. But in case my voice is deceiving, I will let you know right now that I do not, in fact, play volleyball. So, for that reason, I have brought in a very special guest today to talk about the team and the sport. She is a fourth-year senior, a person who doesn't mind yelling at you from across large distances, and also happens to be a dynamic part of Grace's volleyball team. I am so excited to welcome Deb Maholsky to the podcast today. Hello, Deb. Hello, Ethan. Thank you for having me today. Thank you so much for coming. How are you today? I'm doing swell. Weather's calming down a bit. Not so hot. <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> so, we're going to get right into questions. All right. And I'm going to ask you the big one right off the bat. What do you love most about the game of volleyball? Mm, man, there's so many ways I can answer this question. But I think one of my favorite things about volleyball in comparison to other sports is that because volleyball is made up of many sets you always have a chance to reset the score, like back to 0-0. So like in basketball or soccer, you know, if you're down by a significant margin, like it seems almost impossible to come back. Um, But say in volleyball, say that you're playing a tough opponent and they have murdered you the first game, 25 to 10. But you know what? You just get to turn right around and it's 0-0 again and it doesn't matter. And you've got four more games of a chance to beat them so I don't know I I like that aspect of volleyball because I think that it is different than many other sports but yeah I guess that's one of them what would you say is the single most important element of the game oh my goodness a single most oh there's so many too Ethan um I know there I know but we're um, asking the tough questions the tough questions that's right um I think you could probably anticipate this answer to be communication um without communication among the players on the court you are unable to do your job each person in their own position um as well as those on the sideline i'm very passionate about how um, those on the sideline and those on the court are equal in their contribution whether that be using their voice or their actual bodies in volleyball motions to contribute to the game but um, i think communication whether that be in the form of giving energy to the team by being on the sideline um or being on the court and communicating with one another about where you have open shots to hit or yeah just how to how to make your team most successful by helping one another out and communicating and yeah just throughout plays if you don't have that gotcha (laughs) so you mean to tell me that being able to skyrocket a meteor of a ball at about 80 miles per hour onto the opposing court is not the most important thing about volleyball I'd probably not say that. Nope. Communication. It comes down to the words. I've been deceived. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the light. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most impressive thing you have ever witnessed on the court? Most impressive feat of either athleticism, uh, of moral character, mm. of comeback movie nonsense, anything. Mm. Yeah, there's been a lot of comebacks. I don't know that I could pinpoint one in particular, but I do remember my sophomore year, uh, typically, the Marion University Knights are at the top of our conference, um, and there was a week where the top four teams in our conference, the Crossroads League, were all playing one another, 
um, that week. So, like, we played Marion, Mary played Iwu, Iwu played St. Francis. Everybody was playing each other that week. And we all ended up, like, splitting the games evenly, like, two and two. I'm pretty sure of it. But we were able to host Marion one of those days, and we swept them at home and swept, meaning three games to none, like, didn't win any at all. And I just remember that being, like, the feeling after that game was a very satisfied one and I was actually recalling that with one of my teammates also a fourth year senior Alexa Hill we were talking about that and how we remember that game in particular just like not like any moment in it but just like the fact that we just swept Marion at home and they were a good team and we it just felt like we were unstoppable you know Mm -hmm. we were just like having that rush just like no one could beat us and that's just how that felt and it's a good feeling to have I would imagine (laughs) yes Do you have a pregame ritual of any kind? A lot of people can get very juju <laughs> about these things. A lot of the mojo jojo. Yeah, the mojo jojo juju about all that. <laughs> um, I'd say personally, I don't really have any rituals this year as a team. We've actually tried to implement um, a routine, I guess you could say, before the game. Um, so whether it's home games or away games. So we have an hour warm-up before games, okay. which some of us like to consider a practice because it is like pretty much an entire hour of practice. Um, so there's at the beginning of the hour warm-up, there's 10 minutes are for one team to have the whole court and 10 minutes are for the other team to have the whole court. So during one of those segments, the other team is off. So during that time, people can, like in the past years, we've just kind of stretched or just chatted, you know, drink some water, do whatever. But um, I had witnessed one time um, my sister-in-law, Abby, she actually played at Cedarville University. Um, I was going to watch her play. And during that 10-minute segment, her and her teammates, they all like scattered about throughout the gym in pairs or in threes. um, And they were just praying together. And I was... They, I was just very touched by that. Um, their team is in a conference that does not have a lot of Christian teams. And so that was mm. one way that they could really show the difference about their team and their school because they are representing Christ. And I just thought that was really cool. And I thought, wow, I think that we could do that too. It doesn't matter. Like even if the teams in our conference are Christian or faith-based schools, um, that doesn't mean that there's not non-believers or that we could still represent Christ in that way. And not just for other people to see that, but also to help get our minds straight and our minds clear before a game. There's lots of mental battles that can be going on right before games, especially when you're considering like playing time or like maybe you've just got like a really bad soreness in one of your legs and you're just worried I don't know there's just lots of like anxieties or nervousness like you can have even like bad mental picturing of the game you could picture yourself messing up a lot or something and Mm -hmm. and so I just feel like that time is a good time to just whoa 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 recenter focus talk with your teammate so how we've done it this year is for away games we partner up with someone in our position so that that'll be your partner for the whole year and then for home games we partner up with the people in our grade so that's just kind of a nice way to change it up and you just kind of can check in on them um we typically like we like try to lay the format of praying for the like the officials um the coaches all the players um, all the spectators that come, um, that God's name would just be recognized and made known during that volleyball game, and that, um, yeah, that we would just remain focused on that being our mission and not get too sidetracked with volleyball itself, even though that is the game that we are there to play. But, um, yeah, that's been a really cool 
little routine that we've implemented this year. And I'd, I'd love to see it continue after I graduate too, but we'll see. Awesome. So do you have a favorite pregame meal? Ooh, <laughs> pregame meal. Let's see. Well, they do feed us very well here at Grace College Volleyball. We typically, <laughs> either pregame or postgame, we have one of the big three I like to consider them. Panera bread. Okay. Chick-fil-A. Mm. Or Chipotle. Okay, okay. So all three of those, I don't think we've ever gotten Chipotle before a game. I don't think that would be very good. <laughs> but the other two we have before. And we used to get like Jimmy John boxes to go that we would eat on the road. But in terms of like home games, I feel like that, that's when I struggle to have a good pre-game meal. I don't know. Because we typically have to be at the gym before the dining options are open. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the dining options is open. But... um. Yeah, if I had to like choose an ideal meal, maybe should I answer that? Yeah, go for ideal. Ideal meal, I would love. Well, this would be a homemade meal, I guess. But we're talking right. dreamland right dreamland. now. Dreamland. All right. It. Okay. Okay. Achieve. I'm thinking some nice grilled Italian chicken breasts. Mm. Okay, and I'd love to have some asparagus with that. Some roasted asparagus some roasted sweet potatoes oh my and let's see anything else with that maybe a nice tall glass of lemon water what were we talking about before this i'm sorry I'm, i've got sidetracked <laughs> on food oh my goodness Ooh, volleyball that's right yeah that's what we're here for <laughs> yes vb so you as long as i've known you have always been a super positive encouraging like happy person but obviously sports have a way of you know, getting to your head when things aren't going the way you want. Absolutely. So what do you find is the best way to pick yourself up when the team is down or even just pick the team up when everyone Mm. else around you is Mm -hmm. feeling down? Mm -hmm. Great question. This is definitely something that I have learned a lot throughout my time here at Grace um, and something that I am very passionate about instilling in the underclassmen and want to leave with them when I go. um, Because, yeah, like I was saying earlier, like communication and energy are extreme components to the game. Um, and everybody has a role to be playing in that, um, whether it's on the court or on the side. I'd say typically when, if a teammate is down, typically it would have to do with like an injury or like playing time or something like that. When the team is down, you know, maybe we're getting beat as a team. Um, but I'll focus on the first one for now. Like if someone has an injury or if someone is upset about not playing, um, I try to model this more than, well, I model it and then I will also try and address it with them either directly or just like collectively as a group. I will um, encourage everyone to, um, if you are not getting the playing time that you want and you are watching your teammates succeed or not succeed in your own position, it can be very hard to want to celebrate with them which sounds ridiculous like sometimes Mm. you can even you can be so in your head that the thoughts through your mind would be like I hope she messes up so that I can go in and that is just absolutely not acceptable and a very simple mindset to have and I think that that's something that always goes through someone's mind even when you don't want it to and Mm -hmm. so like that very thought can itself get you upset um yeah just wanting to focus on what is best for the team right now mm. and accepting the fact that, hey, if if I'm not what is best for the team right now, then I want what is best for the team. And if if that person in my same position is doing excellent, then yes, go them, like keep cheering them on. They are helping our team to win. And that is what I want. Ultimately, I do not 
like it's not about me getting that recognition or me getting to be the one to help the team even though I desperately want that but it is the team overall that should go before ourselves and that's been kind of our theme this year actually our team theme is we over me and it's kind of cool we have it like we and then like a division bar me so like the w and the m reflect each other um and our kind of theme passage that goes with that is from philippians 2 13 and 14 um do nothing from selfish ambition but in humility i think count others more significant than yourself um yeah that's that's it's just a biblical principle too you know like it's not about you it's about what's best for the team and so just accepting that and then just like when the team itself is down or if we're getting crushed or something um just keeping energy up like just always talking like I was saying earlier with communication like I find myself constantly to say hey like you, we may not be able to control the circumstances right now, but, like, you can control your mouth. Like, keep your mouth open. Keep your mouth talking. Like, keep it positive. It, it helps no one to say anything negative. If you're frustrated at a teammate for doing something that you think you could have done better or that you're just like, why did they make that decision? That was stupid. Like, okay, no need in saying that. Everybody's probably gathered that same information. Don't need to vocalize it out loud. Like, let's just be positive. Move forward. You've got that next play. Like, everything positive stay up because negativity does nothing helpful to anyone so mm. yeah <laughs> as you could tell pretty passionate about all of that so yeah. pretty 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 pumped about positivity yeah <laughs> what is the biggest difference between this year's team and last year's team you've been you've been around for a while yes so i don't know if you really pay attention that much but if you do what's the what's the biggest difference that you've seen mm. uh this year like in terms of the makeup of the team um Age-wise, we have six freshmen this year, which is a high number for any incoming class for volleyball. Um, I came in with a class of just two, myself and Alexa. And it's been, like, it's a lot for them to take in, and it's a lot for us upperclassmen to adjust to and help, uh, like, be gracious with a large group of people learning an entire new system. Um, What's really helpful with all of that is that our preseason training uh, is two weeks prior to anyone else from school returns back to campus, and so we're able to get in a lot of good team bonding around that time and um, just help fold them in to our system and our community. And we really like to consider ourselves a family um, because we're all there for each other. We, We know each other very well on and off the court. Lots of girls hang out, roommates, everything. But yeah, I'd say that's probably the biggest difference. We're just much younger. Gotcha. In term, yeah, because we only have two seniors and six freshmen. So. Well, and you just you just mentioned talking about getting to know each other and building that kind of chemistry um, and trust even. And as, as far as I've always observed, volleyball is huge 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 based on trust you have to trust that your teammate will be in the right Mm, place that they'll set the ball in the right spot yes what do you think is the best way to build trust outside and on the court yeah I think we talk about this a lot in practice of practicing in such a way that your teammates will be able to trust you come game time like making your moves consistent just all the time like like if there's a ball in that spot like you will be the one to get it every time and if you don't one time and another person does or if you don't and you hesitate and then you collide like there's just all kinds of bad things that happen um so i i think just like being consistent 
in the balls that you go for or, or um, the way that you line up on your block. Um, all of the all of the things work together for the defense to then line up around you. And so I think just like being consistent in those things helps to build trust among the teammates. And then as far as outside of the court, I think just spending time together and just knowing what's going on in one another's life because, you know, <laughs> it's a team of 15, I don't know exactly how many, I think 15 girls we've all got stuff going on like it's our lives are much more than just volleyball um, where we spend two hours in the gym together almost every day there's a lot more going on outside of that and it's just yeah it's really helpful to know what's going on so that you can then encourage and support one another in practice on the court or in games on the court and just like let each other know that you are really there for there and care for them And so volleyball season is not over yet, in case you're listening to this podcast. You guys have at least one more upcoming tournament before the NAIA, correct, tournament starts? Um, Correct. We have postseason first. Okay. And then that will determine whether or not we are able to go to that. Gotcha. But you guys have Cornerstone Tournament coming up. Yes. And that's in Michigan, correct? Yes. Okay. So... How do you prepare for a big away tournament? You're going to be gone for a couple days in a Mm -hmm. place that you don't know, playing on a court that you're not used to, Mm -hmm. being around a bunch of people that you don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you prepare for that as a group? Do you do anything together while you're there or do you do anything before to like mentally prepare yourself? So I've actually played in this tournament. This this will be, I think, our third or fourth year for Lex and I because we've been here for four years. Also, I misspoke earlier. There are three seniors because we have Caroline Meyer who transferred in last year. And so there are three seniors this year and six freshmen. I meant to clarify that earlier. Um, But Lex and I have been here for the four full years. Um, And so we've played at this tournament before, but with six freshmen, it definitely will be very new for them um, in an unfamiliar environment. We have Thankfully, we have played in two other tournaments this season at the very beginning um, in very unfamiliar places where we hadn't played before. Um, So that was helpful, I guess, so that we have those two under our belt to refer to, I guess. Um, And it's much further throughout the season at this point, and so we're more uh, comfortable adjusting to new environments, I'd say. Um, But in terms of, like, mental preparation or just like being far away for a couple days. I don't think it's much different than an away game, like than a regular away game. I think one of the most enjoyable parts of tournaments to me is the hotel hotel time (laughs) at night with your teammates who then become your roommates for the night. (laughs) Lots of memories are made there and that can help to also build trust like we were talking about earlier. Um, But yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say that there's any like specific preparation for, and also at these tournaments, it's we don't play um, the teams that are in our Crossroads League conference. We play teams that are outside of it, so that takes a little bit of the pressure off of the games, actually. Um, so we're just kind of getting more reps and experience playing at these tournaments. Of course, we are going for the wins. Yeah. Um, but also, tournaments can be used as a time for coaches to, you know, try out different lineups or just be more creative or just to kind of explore new different things. Um I don't know. I don't think there's that much big difference or mental preparation. It's not a cliff you have to get over. Yeah. It's more Mm. just like a nice sloped hill. Mm. You get to sled down into a fun (laughs) tournament of joy. Yes, exactly. Perfect. (laughs) 
So volleyball is obviously, if you've ever been to a volleyball game, a very vocal sport. Mm -hmm. Lots of shouting, lots of cheering, lots of chants. Not only from the audience, actually, usually there's more from the teams. Yes. And so do you have a specific chant, cheer, or celebration that you would label your favorite that you get to perform? That you get to just do every time to get you pumped? Mm -hmm. Yes. One instantly comes to mind, for sure, is the block cheer. Okay. And so... Any volleyball, any Grace College volleyball member or past member listening to this would know this amazing block cheer. You raise your arm. Well, this is, you typically get most hype for this cheer after a stuff block, mm -hmm. which is when the, the ball hits into your hands and bounces right down onto the floor on the other side. Not touched by anybody. Just boom, boom. Amazing. So then you... I typically go out and cheer, throw my arms up in the air, and everyone kind of mirrors you side to side and go, hoo, 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 ah, hoo. And it's super fun. And then I typically do a chest bump afterwards or a couple. Uh, my mom is not the biggest fan of chest bumps among females, but that's okay. <laughs> we, we all enjoy it very much. Um, so that's probably my favorite one. And then, of course, got to give my girl Lex Hill a shout out when she does her dumps. <laughs> That's what, it's, it's not what you think it might be but a dump in terms of volleyball is when the setter sets the ball over on the second touch instead of the third which is when the hitter would hit it so when she dumps it we all do this chant it's like a specific cheer for a setter dump or a score on the second ball we say do what do you see and we like that one a lot too because it's kind of more rare so yeah, I, I could talk about the cheers forever. They're so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> My only wish is that if you're listening to this, you could see her face light up <laughs> when we started talking about the cheers. And she performed all of the things she just yes. talked about in a chair in this studio. So, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> um, how do you feel the audience or i guess the the fans the spectators atmosphere. the atmosphere mm -hmm. how does that how does that affect the way that you play mm. yes you know we as fans need affirmation oh absolutely fans they are so helpful like w there have definitely been times where we felt like the fans have willed us to win and it is very important that they know that which is why typically on game days i am running around this campus like hey you coming to the game hey you coming to the game oh, okay, okay. hey red zone game tonight better be there you know i'm trying to get as many people there as possible not just because i don't know first of all it's way so much fun to watch, but we also like selfishly need you there to make some noise, <laughs> not only to support us, but to somewhat bother the other team. You know, we want them to be cheered, not against explicitly, but like cheering for Grace at the expense of the other team. <laughs> Distraction of the enemy. Yes, that's yes, what it there is. There it is. There it is. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I think that they play a huge role. And then in away games, it can definitely get tough when other schools have big cheer blocks or are doing chants mm -hmm. and yeah that it's tough because then like i was saying earlier the communication sometimes it can become difficult to hear your teammates on the court and due to the loudness of the other team or the other fans and that can just become frustrating um but yeah it, it was super fun to have fans participate and i love when they participated like our cheering too like i'm i'm like trying to you know like lift my hands, get everybody involved sometimes too. <laughs> it's just helpful. Yeah. Um, just, I'm just thinking back to Ben Gruber. 
Yeah. Oh, what an absolute legend absolute every legend. single game. And Game I will voice. say, I will say, personal endorsement, volleyball is easily one of my favorite sports to go and attend a match because it is legitimately off the edge of your seat energy the yes, entire time. Yes. And no offense to any other sport out there, but not everyone keeps you like entertained and there's not always stuff mm. that's happening the whole time, mm-hmm. which sometimes make when thing happen, you know, even sweeter, but... Mm-hmm. I love the energy and I love just the constant action of volleyball. So yes. I would highly endorse going to a Grace volleyball game because they are a ton of fun. Yes. Thank you, Ethan. You are welcome. <laughs> to How much of an effect does good coaching have on winning matches? Or is it more about how well the team plays as individuals once the match starts? Um, definitely both. Um, definitely the coaching has a good effect a big effect I think calling timeouts is a big way that coaches contribute to the flow of the game um there's I feel like a lot of coaching happens in practice of course um but also coaching during the game but I feel like much of what happens during a game and how the coach can affect that is um by the timeliness of their timeouts yeah, which can help to slow the momentum of another team, which is very helpful. Or just, yeah, encouragement or making switches between games lineup-wise. Or, um, yeah, just sometimes she will, like, call plays during timeouts as well and, like, tell our setter what specific hits she would like our – or what specific sets she would like our hitters to run. Um, so yeah, very involved in that way and offering pieces of correction when like players come out of the game as they rotate through. Um, so that's like, I guess that's during the exact game. Our coach also provide, our coach and assistant coach provide us with scouting reports also of the teams that we play. Um, and we really try to implement those aspects into practice so that we are prepared and we're not surprised by what the other team is doing during the game. And so that's one way that I really see in um, preparing us well to succeed in the game. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, the coach isn't out there suited up in volleyball gear about to go play the game. So it is the individuals, um, but she has prepared us and has a has a lot has a large effect in the game. Still, I'd say, yeah. Gotcha. All right. So for our last little thing we're gonna do here, Deb, I want you to give us a personal, just pitch, a reason, or a plea of why Grace College fans should go and watch volleyball games for the rest of the season. Ooh. All right, Grace College fans, listen up. Get on your soapbox. (laughs) Okay. Well, we've already talked about how amazingly exciting volleyball is to watch, right? Like, super setting. Ethan's on the edge of his seat. It starts off at 0-0 every time, so it's not like we're down forever and can never come back. We can go on amazing runs. Mm. You can, like, go, like, eight points in a row. You can get involved. You can be jumping up and down. You can be clapping your hands. Um... You're, you are with us. You are part of our team, and we need you so that we can win these games. We are about – we have – I'm not even sure how many more home games we have. Probably I'd venture to say around five-ish. Um, and we need you at each one of those because we are fighting to um, host during the first round of our postseason tournament. 
And so if we win enough games in the remainder of our regular season, then we will be able to host, which plays a large advantage. We wouldn't have to hop on a bus and drive for Mm -hmm. a couple hours. We would get to host here. We would get to have them in our gym with you being awesome, loud fans. And uh, yeah, man, volleyball. You won't regret it. It's, It's just so fun. So come on out, please. <laughs> well said, Deb. Well said. Thank you so, 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 so much for coming on the podcast today. I very much appreciate it. And uh, that was awesome. Thank you. My pleasure, Ethan. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Spark Plug Podcast. This podcast is a production of the communications program at Grace College. If you're looking for more information about the program or updates about the languages, literature, and communications department, you can always visit our website at grace.edu slash LLC. Again, that's grace.edu slash LLC. Thanks so much for listening.